Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm coming to you with the most important commercial that I've ever done. All of you know what my pillow and myself have gone through in the last five months in my efforts to bring the truth forward. Well, it's all come down to this. I'm having a cyber symposium on August 10th, 11th, and 12th. This historical event will be live streamed 72 hours straight on my new platform, frankspeech.com. You can help by getting everybody you know to go to frankspeech.com now. To help support this cyber symposium event, I am offering some of the best prices ever on my pillow products, but they're only offered at frankspeech.com. Go to frankspeech.com now and use the promo code on your screen or call the 1-800 number below to receive these exclusive MyPillow offers. Thank you and God bless. Make sure and put the code word Kate, K-A-T-E. This will get you up to 66% savings at MyPillow.com. The code word Kate, my first name, K-A-T-E. Help support Mike, help support this show, and help support yourself in getting some amazing, amazing products. These are the best ones I've ever owned. Go to MyPillow.com, code word Kate. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. When all this is the Kate Daly Show. All red-eyed cows he saw plowing through the cloudy sky. And up a cloudy draw. Their brands were still on fire and their hooves were made of steel. Their horns were black and shiny, and their hot breath he could feel. A bolt of fear went through him as they thundered through the skies. He saw the riders coming hard, and he heard them mournful cry. Hi there, welcome back, Kate Daly Show. Wow, both of those guys together. Um, <laughs> Iconic, yeah. Uh, welcome back, Ghost Riders in the Sky, Willie Nelson, Johnny Cash for you. And um, just wanted to mention Balance of Nature again because uh, right now, I remember, do you remember all year how we kept saying, you better eat your vitamins, man. We have a lot of stuff coming our way, and I really do feel like there's going to be a lot of things that are coming our way health-wise. Um, we all have these burdened immune systems from, I think, a lot of things that have been going on the last uh the last decade or so, and that have kind of led to this point. And I think you need to eat your vitamins. Go get balanceofnature.com. It's the best food supplement, the best vitamin product. It's just awesome. has everything in it. Go get it and put in the code Kate, my first name, K-A-T-E, and you'll get uh, 35% off and free shipping. You can't beat that. You cannot beat it. You also get a free health coach. Get the drink that goes along with it. It's amazing. It's a fiber drink, and it uh, helps with cholesterol and cravings and balancing blood sugar and everything. So get healthy. To get healthy, go to balanceofnature.com. I love those guys. Um, phytonutrients, man. That's what it's all about. Um, wow. Yeah. <laughs> There's... We, we were just talking about just how insane this month has been, and yeah. it has been one for the books. Let me That's just right. tell you. It's yeah. like I was saying spiritual shockwaves. Yeah. Just hitting you over and yeah. over again. And because other right. people are going through stuff, I came across this thing. Um, Dr. Michael Ugar, he runs the director of the Resilience Research Center 
And he was saying something that really intrigued me because as we're talking about the health of our bodies, mm-hmm. you know, one of the one of the funny things that keeps coming up is if the government were really serious, they would tell people to lose weight because mm. that is the primary factor for people getting sick with whatever right. they're getting sick with now. Mm-hmm. But we're supposed to just embrace everybody's size, whatever, and not say not say anything about that. Yeah. You're healthier, and and that's really a dereliction of duty on their mm-hmm. part, right? It's another dereliction right. of duty. But um, he he specifies a, talks about multi system resilience, and he gives an example. He said every time the world oil price dips or goes up, well, mm-hmm. we know that's been skyrocketing, right? Mm-hmm. And OPEC has just you know, shrugged its shoulders at Joe Biden. He's told him to go fly a kite when he said, can you please, pretty please increase the oil? And they it didn't just, work. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Somehow they just don't seem to respect him. It, he said it changes the dynamics inside families, which we all know. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Sure. And then it said like whether or, or whether one of your parents will work in another community, whether you'll have money to join the little league. Right. It, is your housing going to be substandard? We understand that everything um, affects children's decisions and where people are living. And so when we talk about the spiritual shockwaves, it's because all of these outside forces mm-hmm. are really bearing down on us, but not in a good way. The price of gas is not going down. Food prices are not going down. It is impacting us every single day from multiple perspectives. And we just can't absorb all of it mentally we're not mm-hmm. thinking oh well, i'm super stressed out because food is so high we're not doing much to and i love you i love that message but I, we don't do a lot to reduce everything how many people are getting out of debt how many people are getting in over their heads how many people are are seriously living under their means um enough to handle those without it affecting the family in that way you don't see too much sacrifice among people to do that, right? You don't see a whole lot of sacrifice to make the hard decisions to say, well, instead of that house for $600,000 that we're going to try to try to maintain um, based on two family incomes, why not live in the smaller house that we know we could maintain on one income so that we, we can get by? And you have Those, flexibility. Yes, you yeah. have a greater margin mm-hmm. for error and you have... No matter what the government does or what OPEC does. Right. right. And you can think in advance. Mm-hmm. The, the problem is there's people who do live, you know, paycheck to paycheck at the lower end right. of the socioeconomic scale yes. and every little bump. Yes. It's just it's like, huge. oh, it's huge and it's discouraging and people get into addictions and other things. Mm-hmm. But I like what he said. He said, we have to... Um, in multi-system resilience, it's about the situation around you, how you build it up. And I know we're going to be getting refugees into the country. I mean, it is happening. We're getting them from Afghanistan. One of the examples he uses that I liked is he said, they taught the children in certain classes, this was with Syrian refugees, how to say hello and you're, you're come in, you're welcome, welcome mm-hmm. to come in. Um, so that when these new students showed up, the classmates knew how to say that in their language. Mm. And it just it extended a hand. It crossed a bridge. It lowered sure. the stress. Kindness. It lowered the stress. Sure. Just because 
it's not the fault of people no. who are no. refugees, right? I can't right. imagine a more stressful situation of being uh, a refugee. I can't either. Right? I can't uh, either. And kindness is, is free. <laughs> kindness, kindness is free. That's kindness, a good point. Kindness is free. We can all do all do kindness. Kindness is free. We can we can criticize the system that has caused this whole f- influx of refugees without people saying to us, it's because you hate refugees. No, no. There's no. a whole process I, that has pushed them out. I hate the deep state that put us over there for 20 years right. for selfish reasons of their own profiteering and power. I hate those things. And I hate that they were once a, a more flourishing country. Absolutely. And uh, and I, I hate to see where they're at now. And I hate to have to admit that the deep state did things in our name that we would never condone as Americans. We would never condone it if we really knew what they were doing over there for their reasons but they do a lot in our name all over the world yeah and all. have been and it's just it, that's discouraging to me that's right well you know? and there's a lot of people that say well the cia needs to be reformed mm-hmm. or we need to get rid of it create something else same with the fbi needs right. to just go away <laughs> let's use other agencies yeah. u.s marshals so we have enough cops in every state to be just fine you don't need an overlay of fbi in every state that's right. And each state, feds. each state has its own state bureau of investigations. Mm-hmm. You know, I can see cross country crime where somebody's on a crime spree. But still, they could be prosecuted by all the various states. They it's sure like, can. This yes. is ridiculous that we have an FBI that's that's trying to muscle their way into every single state on every case. It's ridiculous. Yeah, that they, they show up this. and take over. Yeah. It really, it really ticks me off, to tell you the truth. And uh, and I see them lying over and over again. Anyone want to forget Comey? I mean, give me a break, you know? Like <laughs> all gosh. these liar scumbags. And I'm thinking, how does anybody trust these organizations anymore? They've gone so rogue. And so when, when you look at the Ashley Babbitt actor tape and you think, you know, there was a lot of coordination all the way along and with FBI and everybody else to get that done. And you think, wow, you know, are the American people really seeing this? It's misplaced anger. So in the last hour, we talked about misplaced fear. Instead of instead of fearing the government because they've been proven mm-hmm. to um, to do things to us right. and to never work in our best interest, yes. we fear a cold. We fear we fear getting getting ill by a cold that ninety nine percent are going to survive more because we because we're dependent on the government for their advice rather than distrusting the government, which yeah. we should be doing based on the evidence. Right. This is misplaced anger. We don't, the left wants you to hate our country, our constitution, our foundation, who we are and why we are what we are. No, you hate the deep state for hijacking this country and doing what they want to do in our name and using our good name and our good servicemen to do it. That's right. And creating it's all misplaced, yeah. The messes, the chaos, yeah. the Vietnam yeah. War, all you of these. You don't hate huge... our constitution. No. No. You don't hate our founding. You don't hate what we're supposed to be adhering to. You hate what they've done to this country. That's right. Not the country. That's you know? right. Yeah, there um when Christopher Miller, defense secretary, left office after Trump put him in for just like six months. He said, we found areas in the Pentagon that were kind of doing their own thing, that were not having mm-hmm. congressional oversight. Right. They had their own programs, and we figured out who they were and what they mm-hmm. were doing. Mm-hmm. And you go, wow, yeah, because how many employees are in there? Right. Right? Hundreds of thousands, if whatever. And the budgets are black budgets and 
mm-hmm. on the book budgets. Oh, yeah. So our <laughs> Constitution never allowed any of this. No. So to have anger to the country is ridiculous because right. our Constitution doesn't say be thieves and murderers and whores. Kamala, I'm talking to you. It doesn't say that. It says this is the rule of law. This is this is where the government protects the people's liberty. This is how it's done. And you stay limited. It's the government that's hijacked that. That's right. So why are we not blaming that? Why? It always infuriates me when these young people are taught to, to, to hate our country. Hate our country? Are you kidding me? We performed the miracles of removing slavery off the planet in, in, in less than 70 years. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Why hate the country? You know, and, and so to me, it's just, it's so misplaced. It's so awful what we're teaching. Well, it's and it seems like the, the, shack, the shackles of government, that it, what our founders mm-hmm. tried to overthrow. Yeah. But the thing about it is I was talking with somebody about why certain, you know, my faith has said, you know, vaccines are safe and mm-hmm. get faith. But all the faiths. Uh, yes, all mm-hmm. the faiths. Um, but if you look at the federal government as a fire breathing dragon, mm-hmm. and it was originally supposed to be turned outward towards other countries and said, if you pay us tariffs, Mm -hmm. you know, we won't breathe fire on you Mm -hmm. and you'll be fine. Um, Somehow that fire breathing dragon has rotated and turned on us. And that's the problem. It has turned just fire rain down, you know, brimstone on all of us. So I can see how people, organizations are trying to not get burnt in the process, try to just survive through this. Mm -hmm. But the more courage we see um, from others, the more we should be expending. Yeah. We should be speaking up. You're right. You're right. That's a great point. And so let's let's take heart. It's a great time actually to be alive because we're living through such a remarkable time. Yeah. It's such intensity of forces happening But we are a force for good. And somebody said to me, you know, if you're a force for good, you have the word as a sword. You have truth as a weapon. And the other side does not. That's true. And that is so empowering. You're right. And it just made me think about that. Right. I I interviewed Chuck Baldwin, Pastor Dr. Chuck Baldwin, and uh, today, and I'll play that probably tomorrow. And I found him fascinating because we were talking about that very thing and what a calling it feels like it is to tell the truth and how empowering that is. Um, You don't get the gain. And like he said, he goes, I had to give up the gain factor when Mm -hmm. I started telling the truth. I had to say, okay, that is not what's going to drive me. And I've been there. (laughs) Trust me, I'm there right now. That is not going to be what drives me. And I have to stay to the principles of truth. But what you get in return, you might not get, you might not get Satan's way. You might not get all the money and fame in the world and all these things that are supposed to be so promising, but you do get to look yourself in in the face in the mirror. And you do get to know that your family, your relatives, your friends know that you stood on principle. And I'm sorry, there's no amount of money that can, that can get that respect. So you stick to your guns. If you have to leave a job, you do it. I think you put yourself in God's hands. He'll take care of you. I think you might even end up in a better situation than you are now. And you don't even realize it. Sometimes we have to have a little more faith and a little less fear and stand up for something that's right. Cause the remnant is showing its face that, we, that there are people all over this country that firmly believe in Liberty that are finally showing up to the table and saying, I believe in Liberty so much that I'm going to sacrifice now because I believe in it that much.
That's great. That's right. Yeah. And it's something to stand up and be an example for your children to see their parents standing up, yeah. even though there's a sacrifice involved. And that's why I think these times are so extraordinary. We haven't really had to make sacrifices Mm-mm. much We've as Americans. Enjoy. We get to enjoy the American dream, right. but we have not had to sacrifice for it or protect it no. or fight for it. Or really? fight for we it. Haven't. Nope. We have not. Not very much. Mm-mm. And so this is what makes it so different. And each one of us is being forced to step up. Well, yes, because we thought the protection of the of the American dream was showing up to get the I vote sticker. And so a hamster <laughs> could do that. <laughs> a monkey could do that. That's pull right. a lever. But that's really, truly right. What you always thought. I mean, I was raising kids. I was, you know, we all we all worked. We all had all this going on. So we thought, well, I voted. I did my duty. What duty is in pulling a lever? Like a couple times a year or once a year. Give me a break. There's nothing to it. Um, German Shepherd could do it. So so for sure, we have to now learn how to actually take a stand. That is uncomfortable and not fun. And and, and, and it's such a great opportunity. Yeah. Like good for us. Right. And now these audits are coming out. Other states are going to do them. And we should support them in every state. Oh, absolutely. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Support lawsuits, support things going into court. We already fought a bloody revolution. We don't need to do it again. We need to use what we have at the table, and that's our Constitution. So we've just got to start doing it. Uh, Thank you, Susan. Always fun. My pleasure. Powerful hour. All right, you guys. I'll be back tomorrow with Chris Ann Hall. Be faithful, be fearless, and uh, see you back here tomorrow. Go to katedallyradio.com for show notes. Imagine 